This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 54. I am so happy that you're here. Pricing and packaging your services as a virtual support pro can be one of the toughest things to get right in your business. Are we priced too high? Are we priced too low? Should we price for hourly or scope of work? It's a crazy long list of questions and it's hard to nail down an answer because it's really about doing what's right and best for you, your business, and your personal situation. Our guest today is Erica Quigley. Erica is the owner of Quigley Management Consulting. She's a strategic consultant who helps scale high growth companies to increase their efficiency and profit margins. So yes, she's the perfect person to talk about this with. So let's go ask Erica how she optimized her pricing and packages to achieve her income goals. so much for being here today. I'm excited to talk about pricing and packaging with you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I love this topic. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I am a business operations consultant. My background is in corporate. Most recently, I was the director of global supply chain for a company headquartered in Philadelphia. Towards the end of um, 2018, I went out on my own and started my own consulting firm, where now I help people make their business processes more efficient. And then I also help people who are trying to leave their soul-sucking corporate jobs, <laughs> their path to get there. That's great. It's like a fun thing on the side. <laughs> I love soul-sucking corporate jobs. Yes. <laughs> so let's dive in. We're talking about pricing and packaging today, which of course is always a hot button issue um, in the world of virtual support because pricing runs the gamut. You can find VAs for $3 an hour. You can find VAs for $75 an hour and everything in between, right? So um, when we're talking about, especially in season three, we're talking about up-leveling and everything. And I know that for me, I started off not super rock bottom, but pretty rock bottom pricing. And my pricing has had to increase as my skill set has, as I've onboarded a new team. So I want to talk about how to figure out your pricing, even from the beginning of your business, but also I want to talk about how we may need to change and restructure that as we up-level and as we, you know, hire more team members and stuff like that. So let's talk of pricing first. When we're first starting to try to figure out our pricing and what our packaging looks like, what questions should we be asking ourselves in that process? Well, first, the, the mindset has to be right before we start asking ourselves questions because we get stuck in that uh, hourly cost mode. Mm -hmm. And then we see what other people are charging, like you said, and uh, we feel like we have to look at the market and do what's right for the market. But remember that you need to price yourself depending upon your value. And you are going to value your time and your client is going to value you more better 
if you're valuing yourself. Mm-hmm. So go into it, that mindset. And then I have a couple of questions that I think are great starting points. So because I come from corporate background and salary and, you know, I had this idea of what my salary wants to be, you know, should be in my head. I start with what would I want my annual salary to be? What is the minimum amount that I would accept if I was going to have a regular job? Because let's be real, we work for ourselves so that we can have freedom and the ability to make more money. And so we don't want to have to go back to a regular job, but what would that bottom line be? Right. What would be my reach goal? So I think if you have those three points in mind, you can then start to back into the hourly amounts or the package pricing that you should be charging to hit that goal in the long run. I love that. I love that there is strategy behind picking your pricing and figuring out your pricing that way instead of just picking a number because somebody else has that number or you feel like that's the most people are going to pay. And I love that you started with the mindset piece also because I know that that was really big for me and continues to be something big for me as my business grows and as I up level. I remember the first time I sent out a proposal for a client for $10,000 and it was like my biggest proposal ever. And she said, yes. And I said to my husband, like, immediately, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not worth that, you know? And it was, <laughs> it was such a, like, it was such a, like, wait, I am worth that. But still in my mind, like, it was getting over that hump of, I've done the work, I've, you know, I've dedicated myself and I've invested the time and the money, you know, in order to be able to serve her that way, that it was worth the 10,000. But the mindset piece was the huge hump that I had to get over with that. And you know, that's, it's really great that you brought that up because I've been talking about this sort of topic a lot since, you know, for the like the last six months, this is a topic that people have asked me about. And so I always felt like I was really strong in this and that I would always price myself appropriately. But a couple of months ago, I put out a proposal for a job, like you're saying, and I put it in for $5,000. And I thought, um, this will, that'll be exactly what I need. This lines up with what I want to do perfectly. I got the job and it was a subcontract. So I was working for somebody else and I saw the amount that the client was actually paying the person who subcontracted me. Right. It was $20,000. Wow. Yeah. And all of a sudden that idea of valuing yourself, you're like, wait a minute. I thought I was valuing myself appropriately and I wasn't at all. (laughs) How much I can be worth if I put my head on right. Right look at it from someone else's perspective. So even when we feel very strong about what we think our value is, don't underestimate, you know, think bigger. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Think bigger. Yes. (laughs) That's great. So I think also what I see a lot of times in terms of pricing, specifically when we're talking about, so we have hourly models, of course, where you charge the client per hour, and then we have packages or retainers and then scope of work, which is what I do uh, with all of my pricing packages. So all of my packages are basically custom quoted based off of like the client's needs. So I have a discovery call conversation with them, and then I go back, create a few options for them and then present those options. But what I see people doing is figuring out, okay, this will take me X amount of time or this long and not really thinking about the other pieces, like how long does onboarding take, right? How long do back and forth emails take all of those pieces? So what are some other things that we should be looking at in terms of when we're trying to figure out both our pricing and our packages that aren't necessarily in the client work piece of it? 
There is um, a lot, especially, so there's things that are part of the, related to the job, like you just talked about, mm -hmm. um, that if you broke out all of the steps, because I'm, I'm a process person, so if I said from the point that I began talking to the client, and then I enter their information into my CRM system, and then I send out a proposal, and then we do our discovery call, and you, you add all those hours up, there's all of those things, but then think about the amount of time that those overhead activities, networking, social media, me being on this podcast, right. emotional <laughs> things yeah. that are necessary for my business and to get press, but I'm not being necessarily right. paid to be here. So I have to keep that in mind that if I don't want to work myself into 60 hour weeks, I better know that my hourly price has to account for all of these other business building activities that I'm doing. Yeah. And to do that, I like to take 40% of my hours right off the top and say, like, if I worked a 40 hour week, I would take 40% of my hours right off the top and say, I know I'm not going to be paid for 40% of those hours mm -hmm. necessary for my business. Yeah. So yeah, you have to factor in those overhead costs into your business, both the marketing and just the cost of doing business in order to set those clients up. That makes total sense. Now that we've talked about pricing and packaging when we're first starting or as we're getting into our business, let's talk about how that may need to change as we build and grow a team because we really want to think about not only where our business is right now today, but also where we want it to be. And I think that that was also another huge hurdle and learning curve for me, realizing that, oh, if I have a team member and I'm only charging the client $15, but I'm paying that team member $12, like that's not... You know, a yeah. $3 profit margin is not worth my time or attention. Do we have to reprice our services when we start onboarding team members? Well, you begin to onboard team members and grow your team when you're becoming more efficient at your process. Here's an example of, you know, large companies do that, right? If let's say Comcast's customer service department becomes more efficient because they outsource calls somewhere else and the team in the U.S. gets to work on something else. You think they pass that savings along to their clients? No, that's profit for them. Same idea for somebody like you and me. If it is an activity that takes one of your team members however amount of time, you still have to manage that team member and you have to do all of those activities that you're paying the team member for but aren't necessarily profitable right. profit activities for you. So I would take it, I would take that cost and, you know, account for that in your package pricing. You're only hiring team members because you're becoming better at what you do. And so it justifies that sort of increase in price. Once you price yourself, it doesn't mean you're locked into anything. You can add value through other ways to feel like you've justified your, you know, if you yeah, feel right increasing your price. It's because you do X, Y, and Z now instead of only X and Y that you do. Yeah, before. that totally makes sense. Cause I know that at the launch guild, one of the reasons, even though, you know, dollar for dollar, we may be more expensive on paper than other OBM agencies and stuff. A lot of times people come to us because they know that we have specialists in each area that they need it. So if they want to pivot their business and start a podcast, you know, we can help them with that. Or if they need Facebook ads, we have somebody 
to help them with that. So they know that like it's all inclusive, basically what they're getting and that they have a team of experts with, with it. But it's definitely, it was definitely something where I was like, oh, I have to start charging more. And then once again, that brought up mindset things of like, well, nobody's going to pay this. But the reality is that people will because they will see the value in what your services are, you know, as you're growing your team. Right. So let's talk about two more things. Number one, what is the one thing that our audience can do this week to either increase their prices or streamline their packages? Just really hone in on how they want it to to work for them. Well, that's a good question. I think the first activity that they should start with is visualizing what that amount, what that salary would be that they would pay themselves. Mm -hmm. Because that will start to trickle down into once you get that into your head and then you send out a proposal for $30 or something, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't in line with the... (laughs) Right. (laughs) So first, become cognizant, aware, what you want to make and the amount that you are charging so that you can see where the disconnect is. That's great. And then also, can you tell us about the spreadsheet that you'll be sharing with our audience? Because I'm so excited about this. I think it'll be so helpful. (laughs) Yeah. And this can be, after you get, you think about that mindset thing, this can be the second, second thing they do. So I created this spreadsheet. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a process girl. Um, got some formulas in the background, but it's nice and pretty. So you don't have to worry about um, messing anything up, but you just fill in the boxes on it. It's four sheets and it will tell you at the end of the exercise, how much you should be charging per hour to make your salary goal. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for that. And last question, where can we find you online? So I am at ericaq.com and that's where my consulting business and my quick start consultant program both branch out from there. On Facebook and on Instagram, I'm at ericaqbiz, so B-I-Z in the end there. And uh, as you can imagine with my consulting, I do a large presence on LinkedIn as well. I'm Erica Quigley. It's just the username, just Erica Q. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.